So today we'll be talking with Naomi Kritzer, whose Catfishing on CatNet is a finalist for this year's Andre Norton Award. And one of the things I've noticed is that people are always calling up novels that seem appropriate for being on lockdown. And most of these are novels about pandemics and apocalypses. But it occurred mm-hmm. to me, I actually got a novel about somebody whose whole community is online. And are you getting any kind of comments that, hey, we're all living like that now? <laughs> um most of the comments I've gotten on my book recently have been that it's a really nice escapist read right now, that <laughs> and it's pleasant to like just think about something completely different for a while. And that's uh, that's what they've uh, that's what people have gotten out of it. But, yeah, no, it is sort of an interesting example of, uh, yeah, life online and life with an online community, which, yeah, this is true. <laughs> And it's um, well, it's, it's interesting that it's escapist because it has a well, don't want to give anything away, but it has a really mm-hmm. scary dad in it. Yeah, but you know, I mean, he's uh, he's not, you know, not to give too much away. He's he's uh, ultimately like uh, ultimately dealt with. <laughs> so oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you get a you get a you you know you get you get some tension, but ultimately, uh, you know, a, a happy as happy and sa- hopefully satisfying ending. Um, oh, I think so, and congratulations on, on, I guess, multiple award nominations because you mentioned the Edgar Award and a Minneapolis book Minnesota, award. the Minnesota it's Book Award, Minnesota. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's been a, it's been a good year for, uh, been a good year for uh, award nominations for me, if not for like getting to travel anywhere interesting for uh, ceremonies, as it turns out. Well, let's get to our questions that we're asking everybody during this time. The first one is, what are you reading right now, and what do you think of it? So I've been having a hard time concentrating on fiction. Um, so I've been reading, I'm currently reading The Years That Matter Most by Paul Tuff, which is a book uh, about college. The Years That Matter Most, How College Makes or Breaks Us. And it uh, talks about um, sort of a mix of, uh, you know, journalistic review of the research on college and journalistic interviews with uh you know, high school seniors and college oh. students. And it's, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a good read and sort of reconnects me with the stuff I'm more typically stressed over since I have a I have a kid in college and a kid in late high school, actually in 10th grade, so early high school. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, that's um, uh, the fiction uh, I read most recently was a book by Sarah Dessen called The Rest of the Story. Um, Sarah Dessen is a mainstream YA writer um, and her books are they're like very character oriented um very likable protagonists um lots of lots of stories about friendships and um uh you know i uh i really enjoy, i really enjoy her books um and uh that was one i sat down and like read the whole book in one day um getting got me completely offline and away from twitter for a while which was great <laughs> yeah it's that's a good recommendation right there yeah Second question is, what do you recommend people read if they're shut in? Yeah. Um, okay. So my first recommendation is that you do as I say, not as I do, and avoid Twitter as much as possible. Um, <laughs> I always find that like the longer I'm away from Twitter, the better my emotional state is. And then as soon as I'm like back at my computer, the first thing I do is pull up Twitter. It's like it's like irrational, and I can't stop doing it. Um, Exactly the same way, and it's it's unnerving because almost nothing I see there makes me feel better. 
Nothing. Yeah, right. Um, every now and then, like somebody will tweet a picture of like a cute animal doing something or like um, there was this really amusing uh, video of, of some kid trying to prank her dad and getting pranked by her dad. Like stuff like that is great. Mm-hmm. But like 98 percent of it is just. Yeah, the fresh horrors device. So, uh, so what I would recommend instead um, is, uh, first of all, if you've got like comfort rereads that you turn to when you're under stress, like absolutely, like this is a great time for like whatever it is that you like to reread when things are ta- things are hard. Um, uh, secondly, uh, let's see the other others. Uh, I would actually like if you enjoy. Um, if you enjoy mainstream YA at all, Sarah Dessen's stuff is really, really, um, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good read when you're stressed, um, is my experience. And for just for sheer, like, you know, ability to, to grab you and pull you into the story and keep you super distracted, um, Lois McMaster Bujold's books are, um, great and also my comfort reads. So, you know, like that's, that's what I would, that's what I would be rereading right now if I hadn't literally just finished rereading all the World of the Five Gods stuff like two weeks ago. So, uh-huh. well, the, the other good thing about Lois Bujold is that there are a lot of them, so that can keep you busy during a long siege. This is true. This is true because, like, once you finished all the Chalian World of the Five Gods stuff, you can go back and reread all the Miles Rokosigan books, and there's like thirty of them or something. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, her books are yeah, her books are great, and um, that's a great. Yeah, that'd be my recommendation. <laughs> okay, and the third question is, what do you have out now, or coming out soon, or anything you'd like to talk about uh, with your own work? Well, I have, uh, as you noted, my, my book Catfishing on Catnet is out and available. Um, if you, uh, if you want to order a hard copy, um, my local bookstores have copies and are doing mail order. And if you want to do, uh, you know, ebook, that's, uh, also readily available. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, um, I have a short story that will be coming out on tour.com, uh, in, about a week called Little Free Library, which is a um, which is a story about a little free library. Do you, oh. do you know what those are? Those are like little um, people put book boxes in front of their houses and yeah. stick books in there for people to take. And uh, somebody puts one in her front yard and it turns into a portal to another world. So that's uh, – <laughs> um, and then uh, – Thirdly, for anyone who hasn't read it, um, I have a short story that came out in 20, uh, 2015 that's been getting a lot of renewed attention because it's about a food blogger uh, during a pandemic. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I've gotten tagged by many, many people on Twitter who picked up the story and reread it or were reminded of it or read it for the first time and were like, ah, yes, thanks to this story, I remembered to buy coffee in time. Um, where where like is the story and what's, that, the, what's the title? The title is So Much Cooking and it is on Clark's World. Okay, so, great. December 2015, Clark's World. So. Well, thanks very much. Anything else you'd like to advise people? I think the idea of Lois Bouchold is a brilliant idea. Um, and I think the idea of avoiding the Internet as much as possible is, <laughs> as well. But um, thanks for being with us. 
Oh, one other thing. Uh, one other thing I'll mention is that uh, I'm uh, I haven't actually submitted a story to this yet, but Joe Walton organized a large group of writers to do something she's calling uh, the New Decameron, um, which is a project where people are, you know, there, there's going to be a new story or excerpt every day for a hundred days. I think is the theory. So. Um, yeah. I don't have a story up with that yet, but that's uh, that's been going for a while. And that is uh, that is Patreon based. Um, but if you if you look up Joe Walton's Twitter or um, if uh, if you look if you search for Joe Walton new to Cameron, I think you'd probably mm. find it pretty, pretty easily. Um, the stories are going up on Patreon, but you don't have to be a you know, you don't have to be a supporter to read them. They're all free and available to anyone who wants to read them. That sounds great. And the other, I'm, I'm sure I've seen this, and I'm, my understanding is that it's sort of in recognition of the original Decameron being fleeing the plague. Yes, yes. The, the, the premise of the Decameron is a bunch of people are shut up, avoiding the plague, and they tell each other stories to while away the time. So that is the, the, basic, uh, the basic setup is like, let's tell each other stories to, uh, you know, entertain each other while we're all stuck in our houses, which, you know, um, I'm highly, you know, I highly endorse, I highly endorse that idea. So sounds like a great plan. So, again, thanks for being with us. We've been talking to Naomi Kritzer and this, this is Gary Wolf. We'll talk to you next time.